Got some mindful meditation in though. Feeling yeah, like, I noticed yeah. you. You were having mindful meditation time. Sandy looked like he was, was about to die. I was crisis. gonna. I so saw like yeah. Right when you start looking at the timer, things get bad. Yeah, it's just like, like yeah. these seconds are as long as eternities. <laughs> I look back and it's like ten. That's that was just ten <laughs> seconds. It's like having an eight-hour shift and then oh God, looking yeah. at the clock and only half an hour has passed. And you're like Jesus yeah. Christ. Mm-hmm. I want to be here for the rest of my life. Well. Welcome, everybody. Episode 29 of Quizacast is here and in your ears. Hello. Hey. How's it going, guys? It's, it's another good, it's another lazy, lazy, lazy Monday. Hazy, I, hazy I, Monday. It is a hazy Monday. Mm-hmm. I, I noticed, is it forest fire time? Is that I what's mean, going on? I mean, that's the whole summer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I figured. I looked outside and I saw the, the orange glow of the sun obscured <laughs> by haze and realized, oh, no. Oh, no. It's that again. That That has happened. Yes. Probably down south in Washington too. I'm guessing. Uh, more likely in California. I think. Yeah, every, every, California. everywhere. The entire West Coast is where is, there's a tree, there's a fire. Is just a burning hellscape. <laughs> it's like yeah. in Australia. This is great. Yeah, yeah the, the entire world. We are all doomed. It's gonna be great. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just waiting for Yellowstone to blow. Wait, is is Yellowstone actually a volcano? Yeah. Yes. Dormant volcano? Yeah. Yes. And active? Or is it dormant? I think it's active. I think well, it's active. Well, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, one, one of these days... Yeah, it, and apparently it's like a big enough volcano it could lead to another extinction level event. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, sorry, you didn't know this. Uh, yeah, no, that's Happy Monday. Well, sorry, sorry to spring this on you. Yeah, yeah that sounds pretty fun. Yeah. And it's probably going to happen sooner than the heat death of the universe, so... Yeah, well, the heat so. death of the universe is like... Like of the universe, that's like a, the entire universe. Yeah, none of us are going to be around for the heat that. death of the Earth due to the sun burning out. No, but then there's a the expansion of all heat within the universe getting to a point where the the energy is so low on average. Okay, yeah, yeah, it's, mm. that's the death of the universe overall. Oh wow, yeah, that's, I think that's what dark. But that's Souls only is that's about. like it. That's over know. fifty years from now. Over. <laughs> <laughs> Not right. yeah, when you put it that way, you're yeah. not wrong. That's yeah. not a false statement. I, I know. Yeah, I, that's why I said it. It will I, take at least. I never lied. <laughs> <laughs> it will take at least. 50 it's like years we could say we live done. just outside of Vancouver, and we turn out turns out that we're in New York, mm. and yeah. that's outside of Vancouver. I mean, I would I would argue the the validity of the term just. Well, right. So let's get into that. Well, nine what hours. What does just mean? <laughs> just is a four-letter word. Yes. It's used in the English vocabulary. Can't You can't spell justice without it. Yes. Mm-hmm. You, mm-hmm. you can't spell a few things. Just ice, man. The name Justine, you can't spell without just. Mm-hmm. Or Justin. Yeah. Two, that's two names. That. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. If you didn't have the word just, you would be killing at least two kinds of people. Yeah. They'd just be gone. Justice. <laughs> <laughs> If you get rid of the word, you kill all the people. It's true. Yeah, that true. Yeah, yeah, have that word in there. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's like Back to the Future. They just start fading away, <laughs> fading out of the timeline. Yeah. yeah. I okay. So earlier, I I said welcome. It's another lazy Monday, uh, mm. but I almost forgot what day of the week it is because man, this fucking month's been a blur. Oh yeah. What have you been up to? Just trying to finish this video, man. 
uh, same as one? same as always. The, the one that you sent me. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The most oh recent. yeah. I remember. Yeah. That. Yeah, yeah. More more copy edits from Logan. Thank you. Yes. Oh yeah. No problem. They're not really copy edits this time. Just that I just <laughs> yeah. was like, why not this? Yeah. Why didn't you put this in the? And then I yeah. added it to the video. So yeah, thank that's you. Good. I'm glad. Copy yeah. addendums by Logan. Addendums. Yeah. yeah. I had. To, well, we might as well say what it is. Yeah. I had to get footage for Thief and add it to the video after I finished the script. Oh yeah. And so you had to get that running on your computer. Yeah. And actually, it wasn't as as bad as I thought. So I tried. There's Thief Gold or something. Yeah, I, I have Gold, which I think the only difference, I think the only difference is that it adds more levels, and purists have told me it messes up the flow of the missions. Oh, but really? I, okay. I've never played the game, so I wouldn't know. Sure. But yeah, so a year ago I bought it and tried to get it to run, mm-hmm. and a few things were not right. So aside from the the things that you would expect from an old game running on a modern PC, like mm-hmm. the resolution is messed up. This, oh, this, this looks horrid, like it's stretched. Everything mm-hmm. is really low resolution. So aside from the usual stuff like that, everything was running at like four times speed. Oh, hell yeah. And it actually made the game four times as terrifying. Uh, oh, so yeah. I started up the first level. Well, I went through the tutorial, which was very fast and mm-hmm. very disorienting. Yeah. yeah, and it took me a little while to realize something is not right. This is not how the game is supposed to be. Everybody is running around like... Yeah. And then I played the first mission, Lord Be- Belford's I've only played Manor? the second thief. Okay. I have not played the first thief. Metal Age? Yeah. Uh, uh, the yeah. Is it the Metal Age or is it? It might be the. Yeah, I think. It's the I, th- I think Age. so. Yeah, so yeah. this is the Dark Project, the first yeah, thief yeah, game. Yeah. Came out sometime in the nineties. I can't remember the exact date. Yes. Yeah, Pro- probably like before System Shock Two. Maybe. No. After. Oh, after. Yeah, it's made by the same guy who made System. Oh wait, it's made by uh, someone from the team of System Shock Two. Okay. Uh, oh, oh no, wait, it was made by Warren Spector, I think. I think Warren Spector, yeah. who was the lead behind System Shock Two, yeah, that sounds Thief correct. and Deus Ex. Uh, he went from Thief to Deus Ex after that. Okay. Um, so, yeah. You know, you know more than I do. On, yeah, Warren, on this. I, I've, I've, I know a lot about Warren Spector actually, and Ion Storm, the company that he. That he that I think made Thief? Or did Iron Storm not? No, Iron Storm just made Deus Ex. I'm sorry, continue mm. talking about Thief <laughs> <Okay>. 1. <laughs> well, I'm going to take us on a second tangent uh, and, and say that, by coincidence, fun fact, something that I learned this week that's very strange. So I was playing Thief, and I don't know, I can't remember where I read it, but apparently the composer for Game of Thrones, man who wrote the theme, and, and I, as far as I know, scored has scored all the music for that show, mm-hmm. worked on the music for System Shock 2 and <laughs> some of the older Thief games. That's cool. Which is kind of crazy. That's anyway, awesome. anyway, let's go back to Thief. Right. So this was a year ago again, attempting to play Thief for the first time, mm-hmm. loaded up the first mission, and <laughs> trying to get into the manor where you have to break in and, and steal something from some rich guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the guards are... I, I get to... Like, I think... Yeah, you go through the sewer... And then you infiltrate the mansion and you start out in the basement where like all the wine is. And, mm. and there are these, it's like the big storage area beneath yeah. the mansion. And the guards are running around at four times speed, like, yeah, like, <laughs> through the halls. And it was actually, actually hilarious. It was like, it was, it was very funny, but also like very frightening, surprisingly. Mm-hmm. Because what way to make a stealth game way harder and way more suspenseful than you have no idea like when like because normally in Thief every guard is Usain Bolt yeah exactly (laughs) so normally in Thief you rely on sound a lot in the game like Mm -hmm. hearing people through walls and knowing okay this person is about to come around the corner so Mm -hmm. I shouldn't 
peek this corner. Yeah, everyone's wearing high heels in that game. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but, but when everybody's running that quickly, you can't rely on that. You just have to <laughs> blindly so go cool. around corners and just hope that he is not coming towards you on his current light speed lap. <laughs> and yeah, I <laughs> did that for a while before realizing, oh yeah, there's a patch you have to download to make this run correctly on Windows. Yeah, I, I feel like... Did you get the good old games version? I think that one... I got the has, Steam one, actually. Okay, yeah. I think the good old games one... That's the one I got for Thief 2. And it ran perfectly right away. That's what I've heard. Yeah, so I think... Steam version does not. Yeah, Steam version of most things is pretty garbage. Like, even the... I played Riven on the Steam version, and it was pretty garbage. I have uh, the GOG version of Riven, and it kept crashing on me. Oh, really? So, unfortunately... Yeah, maybe that's just Riven. <laughs> it might just be Riven. But uh, they are putting out a remaster of all those games. Uh, they oh, did, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The big 25th anniversary thing. And yeah. I normally never do this. I mm. think the only Kickstarter project I have ever funded uh, was the long dark oh yeah and it was like a low tier like ah, 20 bucks gets you yeah. early yeah. access and, and whatnot because i thought the concept was so cool yeah uh the only other time which was like a month ago that i've i've poured a bunch of money into kickstarter was for that the mystery master what, what level did you go uh the one with the book and the animated lcd screen or led screen oh so about 300 bucks us oh, holy fuck. gets me a real mist book oh man i'm leaving does it have the face <laughs> in it and stuff does it have like every scene from the from the game? In it, it? it has all which it has all the yes. You can you can choose. Yeah, yeah. There's a bunch of built-in pages. Give me the blue, if you find the blue pages, oh, I don't know about that. I think you, so. You can load in your custom videos, which oh, okay. is great. <laughs> but it comes with a whole bunch of presets, which I think are all just island flybys. Garbage. So, so <laughs> garbage. I want. I want. Or, or hey, if you find it, give me the blue page. Trust my brother. Bring me the red pages. Bring me if you find the red pages. Bring them to me. Bring them the blue Do pages. Not bring him the blue pages. Do not believe. Do not lies. bring serious the red pages. And I pages. just want that on on loop. <laughs> and you just put it in your fucking room, playing. That'll be the first. And that'll be like, the first thing I do when I when I get that. I think that ships in September. You must you must find the blue pages. Anyway, um, maybe Riven will will run fine once once that comes out. Anyway, <laughs> play Riven on it. Yeah. Oh, you can't play it on the book. Yeah, you have to be able to play the, bo- it on the book. The book stores the the DVD copies of the games, but it doesn't. You can't play the games on them. It's not like that. that you spent three hundred dollars on yes. this garbage trash fire. But I have a real mist book, or I will have a real mist book. The pages. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I can't remember what I was talking about. Thief. Uh, I ran it again recently, and even without the fix, it just ran fine. Mm. Uh, but I still had to use the fix to record it with with OBS. Anyway. Long story short, I played Thief again and actually got past the first few missions. Awesome. And man, really cool game that cool game. holds up in a lot of aspects. Definitely, yeah, yeah. I one thing that has that struck me immediately about playing that game is how it it feels like for the most part it isn't explicitly going for a horror theme, mm. but it just conveys that mm. through the gameplay and through the sound design. Especially mild, mild spoiler, it does go in the horror route later. I, I know it does later. <laughs> but it, it does lean more into that, especially yeah. with like the haunted cathedral mm-hmm. and the hammer haunts and mm-hmm. all the stuff that I know comes later. Yeah, yeah, but even just outside of like just the way, just the soundscape of that game and and just how it's moody. It's very moody and very sparse, mm-hmm. uh, and yeah, just surprisingly creepy. Yeah, all it, the way through. The Metal Age, especially, I went in playing the Metal Metal Age, just going, "Oh, I liked Deus Ex," and I was like, "That was an old game when I played it, right?" I'm gonna be Mister Historical Man and play who, whatever they made before this, 
right? And that's when I found out about War Inspector and stuff, and I played Thief 2, because I heard it was better than Thief 1, or at least it was everything Thief 1 was, but then just they iterated and it became better. Um, and so I played through that not knowing it went in the horror direction at all. And Metal Age has this, like, very abrupt change at one point where, like magic gets introduced and you get teleported to this like otherworldly plane where there's just these like plants with eyeballs on them that follow you around the room and i was like ah i i'm scared now and i was just playing a thiefing game i was just trying to steal things from the rich uh and uh yeah spooky ass game especially the low low fidelity graphics made it creepier it does you almost get a maybe not an uncanny valley vibe but because it's it's not close to no. to looking human at all, but mm. yeah, I don't know something about it. I feel the same way about Majora's Mask almost. Yeah, I'd say Majora's Mask, but like leans into this pretty heavy. Yeah, yeah. It's I, like looking at old Chuck E. Cheese robots. Yeah, kind, like, yeah, ver- yeah, the kind virtual of, version. Yeah, of that. yeah, they're not real robots, but they're yeah. so creepy. There's something endearing about mm. that. Uh, I I don't know if this is how I would this this isn't how I would describe it. But on a related note, Matthew Matosis did a video on Majora's Mask. And he mentioned how even though graphically that game, you know, looks really outdated by today's mm-hmm. standards, there's there's almost something uh, charming about that. It's almost like watching an old movie on a VHS tape mm-hmm. where those scan lines and that, that VHS fuzziness almost adds to the experience in a weird way. Yeah, yeah. Although it's hard to argue for that when you, like, came from the era that the game was released in. That's right. true. Like it's hard to argue that it's not nostalgia. You have to you kind of have to find someone who didn't grow up with that game and they have to play it and also like it. Yeah, right. but I mean I I didn't grow up with Thief and I I got a similar vibe from that game. So, yeah, yeah, but it might be just like that you're you are nostalgic for that kind of art style or it that could kind be. of like low fidelity graphics, yeah. right? It's hard to say cuz like this is coming back right now in just the way that like music kind of goes through cycles and like right now, like usually jazz comes back at certain points where like eighties is like really in like the mainstream of music right now. Uh, right in, in games an aesthetic style that's coming back is like PS one era graphics. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, which is really interesting. Um, I think oh, okay. Yeah. Normal. Okay. Normal is a horror game that just got released by a small team. Uh, that is basically you wandering around this kind of, corrupted ps1 era landscape um but yeah it's interesting to see how kind of aesthetic styles are coming back first we went through pixel art i mean we're still in pixel art but uh less so now though yeah yeah Yeah. i've 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 noticed that too there's there's a handful of devs i follow on twitter who yes like their game looks like something from the ps1 era Mm -hmm. uh which is cool It, it hasn't lost its novelty for me yet yeah definitely not and i think it works when you have like modern technology doing old styles right is they get to do a bunch of like interesting fun things with that um, yeah, like you can conform to that to that interesting style, but not be limited by it, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or by the by hardware limitations that would be associated with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. Another news. Uh, I have I have a, a short anecdote. So this isn't related to games at all, but I wanted to bring this up uh, because it's in the real world, and I want people to know that interesting <laughs> things happen to me in the real world sometimes. This is like that time you happened upon a fidget spinner with Sandy. Yeah. Yes. That light that apparently lit up by yes. Matt's mm-hmm. It should have. Yeah. It didn't, and I was very disappointed. Well, uh, anyway. We don't, we don't always get what we want. This, yeah. Sometimes you get what you need, but... So Matt left his house. I left my house. <laughs> yeah, no, I... This is like the second... Uh, 
time in a row where I've just kind of locked myself up while trying to finish like stuff for the channel, mm-hmm. um, which I don't think is particularly healthy, but I just want to get it done. Anyway, uh, I have been going out and doing a lot more running. Oh, yeah. uh, from what? From from my deep-seated uh, fears of my Yeah, past. millennial humor, move on. No, I'm <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, there's a track not too far from where I live, and that's where I go to run. And it's nice. And normally, depending on the time of day you go, there's not too many people there. Although it's been worse lately because it's it's been too hot in the middle of the day to really go running. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I either have to go very early in the morning or late in the evening, which is where everybody... That's when everybody else comes to run. That's right. when the demons come that's out. That's when the demons come out. Normally, it's not bad. <laughs> you know, it's just a whole lot of people walking on the track. But every once in a while, you get the the tribe of walking, as I like to call them. Ooh. They're like a local clan that takes up all six fucking lanes of the track. Like locusts. And just seems they just seem to be completely oblivious or willfully arrogant of you running behind them and trying to pass them. Anyway, I'm exaggerating a bit. That doesn't happen too often. Mm-hmm. Um, but something happened. I, I was running at the track a couple days ago. Uh, and I was like 20 minutes in or something. And then out of nowhere, um, this older guy and I, I, I think it was, yeah. Okay. So it was a couple and their kids and the kids looked like they're about like eight or nine years old, pretty young, mm-hmm. little shrimpy kids. <laughs> fucking pipsqueaks. I could beat the shit out of them. Fucking pipsqueak. Well, I <laughs> kind of wanted to. We're, we'll get to that. Okay, yeah. So one of them had a soccer ball, mm. uh, and the other guy had a. The other one had a hockey stick, mm. and mm. they come out on the onto the track. Not great at sports. These kids, they don't understand. They don't. Those those two <laughs> things don't go together. <laughs> and the field. So right now, this field is is like is closed for renovations, which I think just means, Hey, the grass is fucked and we're trying to fix it before the fall Mm, comes mm, and, mm. and school's back in session. Right. Uh, so please stay off the grass. And so I'm running around the track and these two kids show up and one of them just starts playing soccer just in the middle of the track, which I'm like, okay, whatever. That's, I can, Mm -hmm. I can deal with that. That's Mm -hmm. okay. Mm -hmm. Whatever. (laughs) The other kid, like five minutes later, gets up on their like bleachers on mm-hmm. on one side of the track obviously mm-hmm. but they're not like metal seated bleachers okay. they're like i'll try to describe would describe this no well <laughs> it's it's like a series of of it's like a wooden frame that has created like the series of steps up mm-hmm. um but like where you would sit is just like dirt and grass uh, and because, oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's, oh, okay. yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah. So it's on like a mound type of. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah but okay. and they've made it so it's like right. Yeah, has yeah, yeah, right. It. yeah, right. Uh, it's summer now, so all that it's grass a rice has. Paddy. Okay. No. <laughs> yeah, they do farming on it. Yeah, yeah it's a burial mound. There's Vikings underneath. Yeah, something like it's that. It's both. It can be whatever you want it to be. I don't. Nice. I don't know because right now it's nothing. It's it's dried up and it's just dirt and dust. Okay. Because it's the middle of the summer and yeah. nothing mm-hmm. grows. And on it's it. hazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very hazy. Mm. Uh, setting the scene for you. Yeah. Right. Uh, so this one fucking kid gets up onto these these quote unquote dirt bleachers, takes his hockey stick, and as I'm like running past, he starts like just shoveling dirt <laughs> onto the track and just creates like. This cloud of dust, like not like he's not shoveling it onto me, but he's oh, like okay, like not Man. not directly onto me. But as I'm like about to pass the starting wow. line again, there's just this huge dust cloud that this this little fucking kid has created. I'm like you motherfucker, and then like his parents, like a few minutes later, come by and they're like, 
Look, you motherfucker, don't do that to strangers. Oh, I thought, Listen I thought, here, you little bitch. I thought they were going to walk up to you and just go, look, he can do what the fuck he wants. Okay. <laughs> look, you're He's on his track. Like, he recently- Mother, I wish to make clouds. <laughs> I re- he recently saw Mad Max and he really liked the action scenes. Yeah, he like started like shoveling up the Mad dirt Mad. and then he put on like a bandana and goggles yeah, yeah. and started running around. And then literally it. shot his his brother in the And then And then uh, the sparks flew from the end of his hockey stick. <laughs> Just like a little, like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> and yeah. Uh, his, one of his parents came over and gave him a, a gave him a right good talking to, and then Firm pointed over to the basketball the court. Oh yeah, as if to say, go over there yeah. and play, play basketball with your hockey stick and, and your soccer, and your soccer ball. ball. Yes, don't throw dirt onto the. Track. I know, and it's these parents' fault. They're just like, oh crap, we got kids, but neither of us have ever played or watched any sports. <laughs> Let's just go to the sporting goods store and just buy one of everything. Yeah. Well, not just buy a few different things and see right. which ones they like. Go on play to. your sports in the sport court, please, <laughs> son. Okay, we know we ha- we don't know a lot about sports. We know the hockey sticks not for dirt. Make sure you don't run into the sport poles with the sport baskets on yeah, it. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> the designated sports court. <laughs> yeah, and the other weird thing that happened was about ten minutes later, the dad was just in the middle of the track, and like I don't know if he had something stuck in his pants or something, or if he was just trying to adjust, but just took his pants gonna... off for a second, Wait, wow, and readjusted, and then put his pants back on. Did he take them all the way off, or did he just? Yeah, like, it was like dr- like all the way off. Yeah, to the to the. I, I to do the that angles. on the train sometimes. Yes. Oh, yeah. Then he said, "Well, okay, fixed," and then put them back on. What kind of underwear did he have? They they were like uh, boxers, like boxer briefs, boxer briefs. Yes, that choice. Yeah, that's sensible. Yeah, that's what I roll with. It's a good power move in, out, out in public. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he was asserting his dominance yeah. on the track. Did he? Was he overweight? No. Well, late. I wasn't really paying attention. I was oh, trying okay. to fucking. Why weren't run. you staring at this guy's dick, dude? I totally would. Right. You just like right when they're off, you just go. <laughs> you just like lean right over. Like, yeah. Very. <laughs> Yeah, it's like just make nice. it as obvious as possible. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, man, I'm glad. I'm like, oh, don't, don't. That's make, pretty big. Don't let me stop you. Impressive. <laughs> By the way, stop your fucking kid from hitting dirt everywhere. <laughs> oh, it looks like you, you guys brought fucking two pants back on and be a goddamn parent for once. <laughs> looks like you guys brought two hockey sticks. Fuck. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's Anyways, what I got up to. Oh, uh, what have yeah. you been up to, Sandy? <laughs> Bro, I've been like fucking angry and shit. Oh, so yeah. I played this game called Absolver. Oh yeah, it's fucking good. Mm-hmm. That's a fighting game, right? Yeah, yeah but yeah, like yeah, you yeah. can chain yeah, yeah. chain shit. Mm-hmm. So it's like you're choreographing it, and you're like actually coaching an MMA fighter almost because mm-hmm. you're making these combinations up. Yeah, and you can coach other players, right? You can become like mentors. Yeah, you can you can another. start a school. Yeah. I haven't gotten that far yet. I yeah. did. I just played like an hour of it. Yeah. Uh, so I got through the tutorial and like beat some some of the mini bosses they some had. Some pieces of shit. Some pieces of absolute garbage. Yeah. So yeah, that that game's fucking great. Yeah, I was I, I, into it. I'm going to get in, back into it after I'm done this with this fucking exam. I thought you were going to say this podcast. <laughs> this fucking podcast. Once this fucking podcast is over. No, but like, Absolvers, that's like, I think that that'll be, we we discussed, I know we're probably going to get to it at the end of the podcast. That's probably mm. going to be in my top three indie games. Oh, yeah? For sure. Wow. Yeah, yeah I've heard really, really good things. Yeah, I have, really I have a friend who also is very much into martial arts, um, and he's been really enjoying it as well. Yeah. Um, and when it was first, I remember reading a... 
like magazine article about it mm-hmm. like two or three years before it came out or something and it was just like a like three screenshots and then yeah. i read the description and i was like this is so crazy ambitious and there's no way they're gonna pull this off they're like it's dark souls but a fighting game and you make up your own like it's like deck building as well but yeah. with martial arts uh and i was like and oh yeah and you'll like randomly drop in and out of other people's fucking games and mm-hmm. you can either fight them or learn from them yeah, yeah and i was like this sounds amazing no way is a small team gonna pull this off and they came out and yeah they totally fucking yeah. pulled it off <laughs> i feel like it's less like dark souls and it's its own thing oh I definitely think. i'm saying dark souls from the drop in drop out thing yeah yeah yeah, like yeah, yeah, pe- yeah it's never like a shit ton of people i think you get put into a same server with yeah, like five yeah. or six other people exactly and that's it. so um, yeah it's yeah. I saw those Dark Souls comparisons online, and I was mm. like, uh, but then I played it. It was way better. And I feel like the UFC game should have done this instead oh, yeah. of doing what it did. Like, Because anytime you think fighting game, it's like two guys facing each other uh, from a side view. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this would have been way better in a UFC game. Yeah, it was, and some of the fighting styles are really interesting. Like some of them, you like face your back to the opponent. And well, stuff, no, and that's like, that's one of the stances. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. So four, there right. are there are different styles too, mm. where one's more balanced, where it's speed and strength mm. equal. Mm. Well, one where there's more speed and less strength. Right. And one I think where there's more strength and less speed. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I went with the more speed and less strength mm. because I actually know enough about from watching UFC that mm. I like fighters when they're making small strikes right but they're like tw- 25% power 50% power right, yeah. like rather than throwing haymakers their yeah 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 rather than waiting for the one opening for the knockout exactly yeah, yeah. so I, I set it up that way and then I was able to completely choreograph it and then I've been like working on shadow boxing myself oh, cool. so it's like I'm doing I made I made a deck with my moves on it mm-hmm. and then I took some moves from it for my own workout. Mm-hmm. So it was really cool. It's like, it's like more than a game. It's like coaching me. Oh, well. cool. that's awesome. It's yeah, cool. It yeah. seems awesome. I, I really like everything I've seen from it. I, I even, I still on my wish list. I just never ended up buying it. Yeah. It was free on PlayStation plus. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, cool shit. Maybe I'll pick that up actually. Yeah. yeah. Shaoling shadow boxing. The Wu Tang sword style. If what you say is true. The Shaolin and the Wu Tang could be dangerous. On guard. <laughs> I, I won't pick it up because I don't On have guard? a guard for it. <laughs> I'll let you try my Wu Tang sword style. <laughs> Bring the motherfucking ruckus! Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> that <goes so> much. <laughs> that's yeah. how it that's how That's how it go. Oh, my God. That's how it go. This this actually segues. That's this, how it go. This, this segues <laughs> pre- pretty, wow. pretty, nicely, pretty nicely into the other story I was going to bring up. Uh, which is I installed Skyrim again. <laughs> oh, I saw that. Yeah, uh, I was like, "Why the fuck is Matt doing with his life?" <laughs> part, part, so fifty percent just because every once in a while, I don't know if you get this. Todd Howard whispers into your ear and says, "Join me." Yeah, it's 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 really it's really Tamriel, not Cyrodiil. Fuck, <laughs> Tam Cyrodiil's a province of Tamriel. Fuck, <laughs> end the podcast. <laughs> you yeah, know, I was going to ask you Call about this because it's like it's really disturbing. I'm trying to get to sleep at night. It's like 11.30, and like it. Tom Howard just goes, Skyrim. Yeah. Skyrim. Easy. Howard Alexa. 100 different endings. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so how's Skyrim? Is it, does it still hold up? Are you playing the DLCs? We'll get to that in a second. I actually okay. never played the DLCs. Neither have I. Um, and I'll, I'll have to now, uh, because I... <laughs> but I have to now. I you have to. I, I, I bit the bullet and, and bought the special edition mm-hmm. 
because turns out uh, a lot of mods that used to run on Skyrim Vanilla aren't supported anymore, or uh, you yeah. need the DLC to right. run them, which I I didn't I never bought. You had all those sex mods game. too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. None of those titty yeah. physics. They wanted those HD textures because they were tired of those blurry, blurry nips. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. Blurry nips, blurry dongs. Titty physics, but like also uh, yeah. Amy Rose's head. Yeah. yeah. On on every single female. <laughs> <piece>. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just had a really stupid thought, which was, which is uh, a, a Skyrim mod that put <laughs> puts uh, Apex Twins' head on every single NPC. <laughs> What does Aphex Twins head look like? I, I don't. I'm not familiar. Have you not seen the cover of um of his album? The covers of his albums? No, I I just know. Okay, well we'll look them up later. Okay. Um. Anyway, so so fifty percent of this is just every once in a while, like every like six months to a year or so. I just Skyrim is one of those games where I just get this weird urge to install it and play it again. Mm. I don't know mm. what it is. It's Todd Howard. It's like what? It's probably to- Todd Howard. I don't probably get cursed. you guys. Mm. Like, why would you? That's so weird to have an urge to play a game like that. Especially one that you've already played before. It only, well, okay. No. It actually, no, keep it, going. It happens to me with a few games, but they're it, usually... Yeah. I just found a game it happens to me with. Oh, okay. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, that happened recently. Like, oh, maybe it's time to play Skyrim again. Yeah. yeah why not? Mm. So that was half of it. The other half was I, I needed to reinstall to get footage for this new video. Right. Uh, oh yeah, right. So anyway, boot it up. This is where this relates to this new video to, about to MMA and fighting. I've decided to do something Emma, that I Amy Rose. What? Oh, M- MMA and fighting. M- MMA. I thought, I thought you tangented off the Amy Rose. No, no, no. Reference. No. Wait, off of the fighting. That's the girl from Sonic. That's the bat thing. Uh, yeah. What? Where? When was that mentioned? What? <laughs> I said Amy Rose and titty physics on every female in Skyrim. That's oh, a mod I wasn't he has. Okay, it's okay. I thought. I mean, it's Skyrim. You got my mic's it not no loud enough. What. That's what the problem. And is. it's that you, you did a deep Sonic cut. Yeah. Right. And I should have like, just said tails. Yeah. Or knuckles. Yeah. Or like some shadow. Or s- fucking Sonic. <laughs> or, or Sonic. <laughs> like if you're gonna make a reference, like try and make it as broad as possible. Right. That's like. Like, okay, I de- MMA and fighting in Skyrim. Go yeah, ahead. so uh, this this was this wasn't a response to you doing an unarmed build in Oblivion, but just right. coincidentally aligned with that. I'm doing an unarmed build right. slash playthrough in Skyrim. Fucking plagiarist, all right? Yeah, yeah. That's, <laughs> yeah I got to cite you on that. Um, yeah. And man, okay, so I have a, f- have a few things about this. Does that even work in Skyrim? Is it, there, is it there works an unarmed very tree? well. It works exceptionally well. Okay. They don't really support unarmed like they okay. might in previous games. They did, but yeah. I think it it seems a lot more viable than okay. it was in, in Oblivion or Morrowind. Yeah. Uh. So so what I did is I went with. Uh. Normally people tell you to go with Khajiit because they get mm. fifteen extra damage. Mm. Uh. They've got like, so like every They're race claws. Yeah, they have claws. Every race in Skyrim, for those who don't know, has like intrinsic perks mm-hmm. uh, that you. They're like passive things that you always have. Yeah. yeah, Argonians can breathe underwater. Yeah, Nords are resistant to cold, mm-hmm. uh, and so on. So yeah, because you'd have claws that give them extra unarmed damage. Um, I installed a mod that just gave that to Argonian as well because I thought Argonians have claws, and mm-hmm. for some reason I want to go with Argonian Argonians. Argonians don't have claws because I thought they looked cool. Argonians don't have claws. No. Okay. This? Well, anyway. <laughs> uh, anyway, that's why you're I breaking Todd with. Howard's beautiful tapestry. You're tearing it apart with your shitty Argonian claws that don't exist. <laughs> Sorry, Todd. <Howard. laughs> I'm going to report this to the Todd Council. <laughs> the Council of Todd. It's just twelve Todd Howards. <laughs> no, it's just Todd. Howard. It's like the Council of Ricks, but it's Todd. Howard. No, it's just one Todd Howard, but he just likes to refer himself as a council. And he's at a long table with like eleven yeah. other yes. chairs. Yeah, except they're empty chairs, and yeah. they're all the people who don't 
don't deserve what this have you position. done to my beautiful game <laughs> yeah okay so so Khajiit claws 15 extra damage mm-hmm. and then you take there's a heavy armor perk called fists of steel mm-hmm. which adds your gauntlets armor rating on top of your unarmed damage mm-hmm. uh, and then there's also an enchantment you can put on your gauntlets which I found I think you get it from somewhere in Riften, mm. like in the sewers or whatever, like when you go to meet the Thieves Guild. Yeah. That adds more damage on top of it. And pretty soon, like, Unarmed is actually very viable and does more damage than a lot of even mid-game swords. That's cool. Which is kind of nuts. Yeah, I'm into that. Uh, and it it works very well for a few reasons. Number one, the combat in Skyrim has never been great. Oh. And even when it came out, like, it has, it just wasn't, it's never been good. Yeah. And I've never been able to find, like, a really good balance with it that I've, that I've liked. Yeah. Because the sword and shield combat is, is, is really bad and boring. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then on the, on the other side of that, on the flip side, you have, like, stealth, thief, bow and arrow, mm-hmm. which is incredibly overpowered. Mm-hmm. Like, you have stealth attacks. It's also far more engaging than the melee combat just because you feel like you're actually affecting the world. Yeah. Right. With- it's, it's way more engaging, but it almost feels like too powerful. Oh, absolutely. Like, yeah, I, yeah, like yeah. you're killing most enemies in the game from like a mile away with mm-hmm. like a 20 mm-hmm. times damage headshot. Yep. With the arrow. Well, it's, I think it's, it's max out at six or 12. Maybe max is out of 12. For maybe, maybe I'm exaggerating, but if no, you, but it like feels the da- like that. dagger stealth attacks, I think go up to that, 30, that 30 too. Times. Yeah. 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 It, it just gets insane. Like mm-hmm. the way you can abuse stealth in that mm-hmm. game and how powerful the stealth and, and archery perks are. Uh, I think my, my, my character in Skyrim was a stealth, but I refused bows. I was like, I'm just going to be dagger man. Uh, <laughs> and I like stealth dagger man and then went into illusion so I could give myself invincibility and so i could just like <laughs> there's like one major quest line where there's like a bunch of cultists trying to summon some demon and i just they were all like standing there and then i just went around and literally slit every single one of their throats as none of them noticed what was happening they're just like man these people's throats keeps exploding and that's kind of like, strange better keep trying to summon this dude i guess it's it, just the will of our daedra lord it then bugged out the game because they were supposed to react to me at one point and then i couldn't complete the quest i just <laughs> left and I was like, fuck this. <laughs> yes. Anyways, continue okay. your story. Yeah, no, that sounds like yeah. Todd Howard's perfect game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so, Unarmed is a surprisingly... And, okay, and also, I've never really liked magic. It's just never really clicked with me mm-hmm. for whatever reason. I, I did try it with this build. Like, it's, it's like a mix of Unarmed and magic. Mm-hmm. And I got some decent spells that have... They seemed... Like, I, I seem to be enjoying magic a little more mm-hmm. and seem to be doing it better, but still, like... I don't know. I'm not a huge fan of magic in the Elder Scrolls games, but Unarmed is like a pretty good balance between it's powerful, mm-hmm. but certain enemies are still a, a challenge. And because you have to get right up in their face, you are exposing yourself to a lot of damage. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it's a pretty good, like it's a good happy medium between that really overpowered archery build and just the boring as hell sword and shield combat. Yeah. yeah. So that's one reason I'm enjoying it a lot. The other reason is that it it meshes really well with some of the moments in Skyrim that are supposed to be very serious oh, yeah. or very moody. Mm-hmm. Uh, one example of that was exploring a Nordic tomb and having a bunch of like ghastly spirits show up like, ooh, stay out of our tomb. And you just punch them in the face. And, and then I just die. suplex them. <laughs> just like shove their fucking heads into the ground and it's great. Like like there's a bunch of custom animations kill, for oh, you, can, yeah, yeah. you can actually suplex people? Yeah, yeah, yes. Kill, you can suplex ghosts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can do that now and that's great. Oh, that's good. Or, or this, or like 
a fucking like you, you get to the end of a lot of Nordic tunes in Skyrim mm. and there's like a what do you what do you call them the uh, they're like the skeleton zombie people in Draugr. the crypts Draugr yeah. and like usually at the end of the tombs there's like a very powerful Draugr with mm. a huge sword and armor and he like he can also use dragon shouts on mm. you mm. Uh, just walk up to him and just like take him by the neck and then punch him three times in the face and he dies and the crazy thing about that is that they they plan for this because there's like wrestling ropes everywhere in the world and it doesn't make any sense when you're not playing an unarmed build okay right but then when you do the finale you'll your guy will just like he's on the top rope and then he like jumps and does a fucking like 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 just fucking tombstones this guy to the fucking ground it's Mm. insane and it's like i didn't understand why these fucking wrestling ropes were everywhere in the world right i was like what was todd howard thinking what was his like beautiful machinations of his mind weaving within this like pretty tapestry called the video game it was this right and it was it was fulfilling the wrestling fantasy that we all wanted right do we know todd howard's preferred method of playing this game whether it's unarmed or stealth he plays or, himself. There's like there's oh. a Todd Howard class mm-hmm. and an option for that. Yeah, and you just he, go in. He and, enters in his his Bethesda login into yeah. the menu screen, mm-hmm. and he just shows up on screen. Yeah, and it's a photorealistic, like much better graphical f- fidelity than anything, than anything else, in, else the game. in the game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, most it's why the games are so buggy is because it's constantly processing. Yeah, uh, his like photorealistic rendition but just not showing it to, to the yeah. player it's just for todd to feel that yeah because this quad titan x sli rig can handle it exactly yeah. exactly yeah. yeah so that was my <laughs> <laughs> my revisit to the land of the, the beautiful land of tamriel that's good yeah and then I, I i also did a second uh build that was also unarmed but it was more thief and stealth focused which right, was also yeah. pretty fun but yeah similar thing yeah yeah cool yeah. Yeah, it was, it was, I've never done that before, so it was, it was cool, like, it almost felt, felt like a fresh take. Mm-hmm. I never tried that before, so, yeah. Not bad. Good. Not bad. Skyrim is okay. It's great. Yeah. I've always loved it. <laughs> always will. It's always the greatest will. game. Yeah. yeah. Uh, game of the year every year. <laughs> Every time we talk, I you just can't you can't stop seeing the praises of Skyrim. Like I put in the show notes, the the internal show notes every time that I want to talk about Skyrim. But these guys just talk about their fucking indie games games every day. Speaking of indie games, uh, (laughs) I've been playing La Mulana two, which I brought up on the last episode. Uh, I had not played it yet. Found the moon chant finally. Yeah, fucking moon mantra. So I've had a real real roller coaster of a time with this video game. Um, you look so stressed out. I, I honestly, I, I, it's bad. This like <laughs> you look this, like this is your full time. This job. game, like yeah. this game, man, I don't know how to feel about it anymore. Do you like, want to continue I, playing this game? I don't. That's why. That's, oh, okay. that's the conclusion Ooh, of the story. I'm sorry, I spoiled yeah. it. <laughs> you got me back. <laughs> this is my fan, man. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> So I got La Mulana 2. I was very excited with the rose-colored glasses that I had of my memories of the last game, where uh, I was like, oh, man, the last game was really fun. But then I ended up looking up the solution to a puzzle, and it kind of, like, killed my motivation to play the game anymore. Um, And so I was playing this game, and I was really enjoying it. La Mulana 2 is really excellent, especially in its, like, first... Once you're past, like, the initial puzzle, like, I got stuck on the first puzzle like a fucking idiot for, like, an hour and a half. And then after that, the game opens up a shit ton. And I forgot how big these games were. La Mulana, I forgot how massive the fucking world was in it. And La Mulana 2 
keeps that size and i've i made it further into this game than the last one and made me realize how much bigger this game was um big problem with la milano 2 okay it's that and i should have known this going in i went in fuck i knew it going in was just like there's a thing in the game you have a little like computer that you install apps onto and then the apps give you more information about the game world uh one of them is text tracker and you can basically copy any text in the game into this app right uh and that i was like right i remember there's a bunch of clues to puzzles in the game that are written on things so you can put them in the text tracker app what i should have been doing was not just saving them in the text tracker because I was like, oh, I'll just save everything I read in the text tracker so if I need to solve a puzzle, I'll go back through it, right? Instead, I should have been actually writing them down because I forgot that this game is bullshit and that the one major design decision that I think fucks the game is that the text tracker has a limit. There's like, you can only have like a hundred things that you can track and then beyond that, you have to overwrite shit, right? This was fine for literally like, I think I'm about 70% of the way through the game before I've now lost my motivation to complete it uh and i'm i'm pretty much at a point where i could finish the game i think on my own volition but there's one point that made me not want to do it anymore uh so i was going through the game resolute in that i would not look up the answers to any puzzles right and i was doing really well and then i got to a point where i had i i've got i got until like 65 percent of the way through the game and i was so fucking stuck I wandered around this massive world for so long, just trying to figure out where I could go next. Like, this, I had, uh, was this different from the Moon Mantra? Was this something? Yeah, else? this was beyond the Moon Mantra. Okay. Yeah, this is much further than the Moon Mantra. Actually, I, 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 I made it very far into the game. Uh, but there is a, there is. So I was stuck in that I knew where a bunch of puzzles were, but I. This is this is the kicker. Was there was one big puzzle. There's a room with the god Brahma in it, who's like an India Indian god or something. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so of the universe. so yeah, there yeah exactly. So there's his creation engine. Basically, mm-hmm. in the lore of this game, uh, Brahma was a computer that then created a bunch of races within the world, mm-hmm. right? And you get to this room, and it's obviously a big puzzle room. And the thing that really gets me is it's very similar to like a Riven esque puzzle. So this is a puzzle where. You can tell it's a puzzle. You can tell this puzzle has to do with a shit ton of lore in the world that you have to kind of parse out, right? And uh, and it, it has even has like the color shit. And there's like several stages of things you have to do and understand the within puzzle. the world. It's basically the marble puzzle, but no. it's like, but it's it's more steeped in lore. But it's less steeped in situational lore like oh i read the world and i kind of understand these things about the culture and more in there are five tablets that are around the world (laughs) that are not labeled that you have to copy into your text tracker basically at some point and remember that these ones were important and then write all that shit down and then also go to like five other positions within the world that have these things that relate to those tablets write all those down and then figure out then go to the puzzle room and actually figure everything Everything out right so i'm okay with that last step figure everything out and i'm not okay with the fact that i had to remember where these five tablets were because i knew which tablets related to this puzzle but i did not remember what they said i had two of them in my text tracker i spent like six hours running around trying to find these fucking tablets and i found four of them and i did not find the last one and it was in some fucking room that i just wasn't and i was not about to just go through every room in the game when there are literally hundreds of these things also the game as you progress through it gets harder and harder they flood the rooms with more and more monsters in every area of the game and this is an end game puzzle and so all the rooms are full of shit tons of enemies and it's like a 
fucking it's like pulling my fingernails out of my hand to get to these these fucking tablets <laughs> right and it's awful <laughs> it's just fucking atrocious so then i look up the answer to the puzzle it's like it's exactly how i thought the puzzle would go right with a few things that like it would have been a fun puzzle to solve if i had all the pieces instead you have to spend all your fucking time running around getting all these fucking thing god damn it uh and so i solved the puzzle and then immediately the same thing happened to me again where i just lost all all want to play the game i was like this game has beaten me i couldn't complete your game mr la mulana very sad um yeah and it sucks because i had a lot of good time with that game it's hard to say i don't recommend the game either Mm -hmm. i'd say i recommend the game but if you're playing through it literally take a piece of paper out and write down every single thing you find and then that's not fun yeah (laughs) yeah exactly this is why i say that one decision is like you can you can break that 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 design decision of like you can't store every text piece that you read in the game right by just writing it down on a piece of paper. And if you can do that with a mechanic that's so integral to the game, why are you restricting it, right? Yeah. And it ends up just being a net negative to the game's experience where I'm still solving the puzzles. I still feel like I'm like exploring these ruins if I have everything written down, but I don't have the tedium of going to all these fucking rooms, right? It's super yeah. frustrating. It's like a really arbitrary restriction. Yeah, so that's why I'm like, I'm kind of sad about it. I was really into La Mulana too, and then it just kind of ended, It my experience with it ended on this very sour note, and it just mm. kind of bummed me out. On a better note, on a very good note. Very good, whoa. Very good okay. note is Canada. Okay. Canada has an exclusive soft launch of the video game event of the fucking century. Oh. Old school, old school RuneScape is on mobile. Wow. Only in Canada. <laughs> Whoa, okay. It came out last week. This is what you foreshadowed you can, earlier. Yes, when I okay. said rune and then cut myself. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But yeah, I just found this out today. <laughs> okay, where the fuck did this come from? I, I don't. I don't know. I knew they were going to be releasing it on mobile, but then apparently they were like, "Yeah, we're going to soft launch in Canada last week." Apparently, and so yeah, you can play RuneScape on your phone only Oof. in Canada. We're ahead of the world. We're wow. ahead of the curve. Yeah, I think that immediately puts like twenty years. That puts us twenty years ahead of the rest of the world on like the tech tree. (laughs) Yeah, civilization. Yeah, like after after, RuneScape on your phone, (laughs) like on on the tech tree, it's like RuneScape and then like rocket powered cars (laughs) that can take you to Mars. We're almost there. Yeah, Canada's almost there. But yeah, so this is going to become a RuneScape uh, Guild podcast as of next episode. Okay. When we're all playing old school. RuneScape. Make sure to get the show notes all in order. For I'm going to be the chef and the lumberjack of the guild. So is it mm. the original creators of RuneScape? Yeah, it's made by Jagex. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, like, it's fuck uh, it, putting it on phones now. Yep. And it's old school. So it's 2007 RuneScape, the, the old one. Uh, okay. And it's their like crazy, uh, like fan fan service game where basically a bunch of the fans were like runescape sucks now make it look like the 2007 patch exactly this one and they're like okay and they just like <laughs> released they literally released version. that patch as old school runescape that's great and then they've made it a community effort to like vote in which aspects of the later patches get added in uh <laughs> and it's now like i think it's more popular than normal runescape now uh which is hilarious well, also normal runescape just doesn't exist anymore well now there's runescape 3 because old school oh. runescape was runescape 2 because runescape Runescape 1 was the one where all the characters were 2D, but it was so old that no one remembers it. Um, and Runescape 3 is, like, crazy different. It's it's basically trying to be like World of Warcraft. But if I got shut uh, down? Did it? I think so. 
Maybe. I, yeah. <laughs> like, it'd be weird if that if they're still calling this old school RuneScape then. That's why I'm like... It is the only RuneScape Yeah, now. exactly. So why wouldn't they just rebrand this as RuneScape again? Look at me. I'm the RuneScape now. <laughs> <laughs> the only one. So yeah, those are, those are my... Very sad week in indie games <laughs> for me. RuneScape Very, and Lamalana. Yeah, well, RuneScape's kind of... I probably won't actually play RuneScape on my phone, but I downloaded it just to see what it's like. Uh, and yeah, it looks like RuneScape. I walked around the tutorial island first room, and I was like, yeah, that's RuneScape there. Yep, that's still got the is. logo, still got the... Still, it's the same login 2007 screen. Yeah, yeah. Torch. The same, like, yellow font that it yeah. has. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> I love that loading screen. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. One of my favorite loading screens in gaming. Mm-hmm. When you mentioned that you were stressed out about La Milana 2, yeah. I thought you were going to say, I hate the fact that I have to play as a girl now. No. <laughs> <laughs> that's what's weighing uh, on you. Yeah, that's what exactly. has been weighing on you. Anyway, so La Milana 2. God, there are some really good puzzles in that, too. Like, I had a few moments where I, like, I, there's, like, a few, like, mapping puzzles that were really cool, but <laughs> Jesus... Yeah. Fuck, man. The girl Lama fucked Lama it up. Girl fucked it up. Why couldn't I just play as a dude? 10 out of 10. <laughs> game of the year. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't you play Steven Sausage Roll if you want puzzles? Oh, yeah, that's a good game. Or play fucking Riven if you want puzzles. Or play fucking Fez. Fez does this better than Lamalona, I think. Wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. man. Thanks, Real Fish. Play, play, play Monument Valley. Uh, Monument Valley is not the same. It's better. It's good. <laughs> It's not really it's comparable. Better. It's not really yeah. comparable. It's, I know, I, but I got, it's better. <laughs> I've got like an. I got. I got that fucking bug for fucking environmental po- puzzle games, and I just environmental poison. 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 Yeah. <laughs> Freudian slip uh, of the yeah. century. Yeah. And it's like nobody's making missed games anymore. The Witness already came out, and I finished it. And it's like, ah, oh, God, I just just want to fucking learn. <laughs> yeah, you, you already had uh, the other the new Cyan game spoiled for you. Abduction. Oh, yeah, yeah. But I, I played also, like, Quern, which was that indie version of Mist, yeah. and that basically scratched that itch at that point. Um, I still haven't played that one. I Like, really, it's it's excellent. Like, it, it only kind of loses steam at the end, but everything up till then is awesome. Um, I'm just looking forward to playing the real-time 3D recreation of Riven when that that's comes out. That's never going to in come In 20 out. years. Never, <laughs> never going. It's going to get a DMCA, like, in it's three years. It's going to come out after the heat. Oh, they're working the with Cyan on it. <laughs> Oh, are they? Yeah, Cyan. Still never going to come Cyan, out. yeah. Like, it's it's not going to get taken down by Cyan, but it's also probably going to take a fucking long time yeah. for them to actually finish it. Because yeah. they have to camera match everything. If yeah. you want, a, like, an environmental puzzle game, yeah, Aladdin for the MS-DOS is great. It's a good game. Yeah, that's like yeah. an isn't that like an adventure game? Yeah, yeah. I'm not like that's the thing is I'm not super into point and click adventure. Okay, then I think like, uh, no, it's not point and click. Oh. About it's Dungeon just, Man Three. It's a platformer. Oh. Wait, I think I know. The- yeah, or if you're not into that, I think Lion King for MS-DOS is also very good. <laughs> it's the same game, basically. Yeah. I played a lot of point-and-click adventure games when I was a kid, mm. and then sometime in the mid-2000s I stopped, because that's when I was picking up, that was when I was playing a lot of Nintendo games, and yeah. eventually uh, got into Call of Duty and got my first Xbox and all that. My became first modern system. Became mm-hmm. a real gamer. Real hardcore gamer. Um, and yeah, I'd like to stop playing point clicks for a while, but then 
the 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 game that got me back into point and clicks and remind me oh yeah point and clicks are kind of neat of all games was dungeon man 3 on the homestar runner website <laughs> oh dude yeah that game's sick yeah no it's great wait was it actually the third one or was it, was it a joke that it was the third one or they made there, was so, there dungeon man one and two as I far as i playing a dungeon man game as far as i know they only made two they made right. dungeon man yeah and dungeon <laughs> man three they yes. skipped two i knew there was a joke in there somewhere <laughs> dungeon man one was just a pure uh like like cons like what would you call that oh yeah, sorry. Ba- basically, just text, just a text yeah, adventure a text game adventure, yeah, yeah. with no graphics at all. Okay, I played both. It's just a command this. line yeah, game, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where you where you roam around a dungeon, and <laughs> the third one was it was like Dungeon Man Three uh, subtitle: "Behold thy graphics." Yeah, yeah, yes. And yeah. it was fantastic. And it the, graphic, the graphical little thing at the top. Yeah, everything yeah. like the these huge scan lines and mm, everything is in mm. sepia tone. Yeah, but it was great. Uh, oh, and man. it was it, it was. Also, like the first, I guess it wasn't really a point and click, but it did have screens to it. Yeah, it was, I mean, it was basically a, still a text adventure, but it had screens. It was the first real text adventure I ever played, and I got mm-hmm. stuck in that first room where there's like spiked walls coming in on yeah. you for like a good half hour because I'd never played a game like that, and just nothing I typed. And if didn't I work. if I remember that game, a lot of the solutions are jokes as well, so it's like yeah. harder to get. And there's a lot of points in that game where you can just die for like no reason whatsoever, and then have mm-hmm. to start over again. <laughs> That's like, actually oh. that is the game that got me into text adventures because i played that and then i was like that was cool and i'd heard about a game called zork um through call of duty black ops oh right because you could play it in that and i remember like doodling around with that in call of duty black ops i forgot about that yeah it was a great easter egg um but then yeah i ended up playing through not all the way through zork because zork's really hard it was also on the same terminal where they had a hidden zombies mode where you played from a top-down third person oh really yeah fuck i didn't even know about that. yeah it was crazy i think it was more arcade Oh, yeah. based than the well i guess call of duty zombies is pretty arcadey but he mm. was even more arcadey than that mm. wow yeah. the first black ops was really fucking cool it was a good game yeah it was a good yeah, call of duty game i think it was a cool game um i love their menu that's actually that's the only thing i remember cool from black too. ops yeah was like, the menu. <laughs> to get to get to the terminal where you found these easter eggs you had to like break out of your yeah yeah straps god that, that was such a good idea yeah. fuck oh man and then you switch over to the zombies mode and like the room changes yeah and the person yeah. behind the the glass oh, yeah, starts like is a zombie yeah 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 yeah, yeah. fuck i don't like it you didn't like it never played it Fair. Yeah. i fuck off you should play the menu the menu on it's legit menu is real good i was weird in that i just played bootleg nintendo games nes games and then i went right to spider-man 2 for ps2 <laughs> That's a bit weird, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, I had that MS-DOS phase where it was, like, Aladdin for MS-DOS and Lion King for MS-DOS. We just mm-hmm. had this guy who installed games on our computer when I was mm-hmm. very young. He's like, here's some kids' games. And now, if you go and get kids' games, they'll just illegally download GTA Vice City for the PSP for your child. That's <laughs> what you do. And yeah. God of War, too, like, where there's fucking. Yeah, my, I, got yeah, God, yeah. I got God of War as, like, too young of a kid. Yeah. Like, I should not have been playing God There's of War. There's fucking in that game. I know, and I was, like, as a, like, a early Did you teen, watch the fucking? I did. Well, I mean, it's not in the game. Like, there's just tits in the, the game. The camera pans to the right, and yeah. then... Button no, I'm pretty sure there's doggy-style fucking in the game. <laughs> <laughs> what? There isn't. There's the, the, camera, the camera oh, okay. does pan yeah, away. It definitely right. pans away. There are tits, however. I yeah, must yeah. have been on the And you do website. get experience orbs for having sex with the women. Okay, I must have It's an awful game. <laughs> the new one looks good. The new one's apparently very good. I yeah. Not made yet. by the same guy who made the first game. Really? Yes. Okay. 
Yeah. Also, a different voice actor for Kratos. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, but I think it makes sense because Kratos is older and grumpier. Yeah. 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 He's a changed man. Yeah, I think it was led by Corey Balrog, who yeah. was the lead gameplay designer Balrog, of, the old, Balrog, of the old games. Uh, is it Corey or no, it's, Balrog or Barlog? It, it's Barlog, but I always say Bar- Balrog. <laughs> but yeah, the first game was led by uh, David Jaffe. Um, oh, yeah. I don't like David Jaffe. Yeah. he's He was on the tester as a judge. Oh, yeah. Fuck. Oh, man. <laughs> God, I forgot about that fucking show. <laughs> that was such a sad show. Oh my god! Way to video games. Just oh my god. Oh, Have I, you seen that edit? Yes. <laughs> oh my god. Way to video games. Damn it! For people who don't know, the test there was a reality TV show that uh, <laughs> on Sony, Sony PlayStation put together to release on their PlayStation Network store on the PS3. <laughs> It was an awful trial uh, where uh, like eight contestants were chosen to uh, make fools of themselves for eight weeks in order to get the lowest job in the games industry, which was to be a QA tester on video (laughs) games. Um, At no point were they asked to test the game except for the finale of the show where they were asked to play a video game once. There was like the very finale episode. They were like, you have to beat this level of Jack and Daxter, then like this level of Uncharted and like some other Naughty Dog game. Uh, and it was like, that's the only time they were asked to like play a game or they weren't, even, they were just asked to finish the level. They weren't even asked to find bugs. These people were not good candidates. Yeah. One of them was fucking Ego Raptor. Yeah. I think he got kicked out in the first episode. Okay. Oh, right. <laughs> I forgot about that. He got kicked out in like the third. Ego Raptor was also, he was also on Dancing with the Stars at one point, I think. A YouTube version of it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Pretty crazy. Not, not the real. Not the real one. Dancing with the tube. Pretty interesting. I remember that there was a way better. I mean, it, it wasn't really comparable to the tester, but it was a game show where kids played video games. And I know what you're. I, well, it was it was on YTV. Yes, which is Nick Arcade. I don't know. If, I can't remember what it was actually called. But okay, so yeah. for those who don't know, it's y, comparable to YTV Arcade, is right. is basically the Canadian version of Nickelodeon. Yeah, was it? Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, that's where all they the didn't have YTV cartoons. I'm an idiot. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, because when you go down to the States, if you've ever watched American television, it just is the Cartoon Network. Or it just is, like, the Nickelodeon channel, oh, okay. yeah. as far as I know. Yeah. Anyway, uh, they had a show on YTV that was basically a bunch of young kids, like, probably, like, 12 years old, at least, or, like, 13. Mm-hmm. And they got, like, a few at a time. And I can't remember exactly how the show was structured, but basically it was uh, kids racing through single-player games, uh pretty old ones too there was like some game boy mm. games some like it was there was like yeah. a mix yeah uh and they basically just it was a race to get as far as they could in their respective single player games so they weren't competing directly it was like oh th- this kid is further than everybody else he got to and the- it would happen like throughout an episode i feel like like they would check back in on the kids i think so like like they had other segments where they'd like talk about a new game coming out or something and then they would come back and they're like oh right like yeah. Kyle is up to the third temple in the Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening. <laughs> it was a cool show. Yeah, it was a super cool show. Yeah, I liked yeah, it. Yeah. I disagree. It was terrible. I mean, I was a kid when it. I watched Never it. watched it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was it was that show that I enjoyed a lot, and it was also staying up late, uh, and what my parents didn't know, uh, watching Adult Swim and Most Extreme Elimination Challenge. <laughs> Yes. Uh, which was a fantastic yes. show. That's the greatest. Um, God, that was such a good show. Kenny Blankenship. Yeah. <laughs> right, you are, Kenny. Let's get what was it? What was the original show? The original Japanese Takeshi's show? Takeshi's Castle. Yeah, yeah. Takeshi's? Yeah, Takeshi's Castle. Yeah, mm. I should go back. And every once in a while, it's one of those yeah. things I go back and like look up clips of on YouTube. Mm-hmm. 
MXC. It's the best. Yeah, every every time a contestant would would walk up, they would like have a really bad dub. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Ah. It's it's the butchers versus the fucking oh, yeah, and their teams. Yeah, <laughs> it's the butchers versus the night nurses. Yeah. And like every every contestant would say something silly yeah, when they yeah. walked up. Like I'm trying to pay off my cell phone bill, and the, and the general would be like, That's "How many of you would like to beat your meat <laughs> or stuff your hole?" Right, you are, Kenny. What, what was the other guy's name? Do you remember? I can't remember. Kenny Blankenship is the name. And then, I remember. yeah, fuck, I forgot. Kenny was the crazy guy. The guy yeah. who was like the the, the young protege of yeah, the older yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, keep yeah. keep talking. I'll, I'll look. Okay. It I'm going to talk about a podcast I've been listening to because this is a podcast, and I'm going to recommend a podcast to all of our listeners. Your driver listeners aware? What? Yeah. Go listen to that podcast instead yeah. of this one. Everyone should listen yeah. to a podcast called Find Share Rewind. Uh, it's a podcast that only has maybe six episodes now. I don't know if one's been released since. Uh, but it's hosted by a man named DJ Shadow. DJ Shadow was a the pi- one of the pioneers of the uh, sample music mm-hmm. uh, movement. He had a phenomenal album called Introducing, and he's released good albums. It's since an excellent then. album. It's such a good album. Anyways, uh, Find Share Rewind is him basically playing a bunch of music from his record collection. Oh, okay. and That's it's cool. it's two hours, and he has like thirty minute sections. There's no ads, um, and it's just like each 30 minutes has like a theme and then he plays music related to that theme. He has a legend sec- segment every uh, episode where he just plays music by an artist who he thinks is a legendary and very influential artist. And then after that, a bunch of like artists who are influenced by that artist and plays their music. Mm. Right. Uh, very, very yeah. cool. Awesome cool. to listen to you. I've found so much music through it. Um, like even some of the legends, I didn't know who they were, and like listening to their music, you're like, oh my god, this is amazing! Oh my god, the Beatles! And he plays, and he plays things from such crazy broad genres. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he says himself that this is this show is um, aggressively diverse. Um, <laughs> like I think the first episode starts with some incredibly moody and dark electronic music that's like usually like twelve minute tracks, right? And then that moves into like modern hip hop and rap. Right. And then that moves into, uh, I think like Jefferson Airplane, uh, and then stuff by Jefferson, like stuff, people who were influenced by Jefferson Airplane, and then into like soul and like, uh, 70s kind of protest soul and funk, uh, and then into a final section, which he, the last 30 minutes is always free form where he just kind of plays stuff that he likes, usually still attached to some sort of theme, but it's more kind of scattershot. Uh, highly recommend it. Yeah. Super, super cool. It's that called, sounds really cool. Yeah, man. it's called Find, Share, Rewind. Uh, you can find it on any good podcasting network. And yeah, it's got like five episodes out. And I think he did it every or for eight months last year. And now he's releasing them like every week. Um, so yeah, I think there's going to be eight episodes total. But uh, very cool. Anyways, what was the thing you were looking up? Oh, just uh, the other guy's name. Oh. Kenny Blankenship <laughs> and... Uh, Vic Romano. Vic Romano. Yeah, yeah. Vic go. Romano and Kenny Blankenship, along with the field marshal, Captain Tennille. <laughs> Captain Tennille. And the field reporter, Guy LaDouche. <laughs> oh, God. Fuck. Uh, the announcer. Uh, that's... Oh, wait. Uh, that's The announcer doesn't have a name. It's just the announcer. Anyway. Yeah. So look those two things up. Yeah. MXC and Fine Share Wind. Yeah, <laughs> two very different recommendations. Hey, it's scattershot, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was downtown recently and I saw some guy walking. Like uh, he had like a, it was either Beat Street or, or some different bag, and and he had purchased a DJ Shadow record. Mm. Like, yeah, I saw it introducing in the in the record show recently, and I thought about buying it, but then I didn't. Although recently I got two Weaker Than's albums, which 
fucking awesome very stoked i didn't know they printed new album well i didn't know they did another print of their albums but i got a reunion tour and uh reconstruction site which are their best albums and i now have them on vinyl because i'm a nice goddamn hipster <laughs> you're, uh, you're sitting, sitting next, next i should have brought the, the albums we could have just played them yeah <laughs> that reminds me of there was a uh there was a musician he wasn't huge but he did beats for if you've ever heard of a rapper named wax he he made beats for him and i think actually he had worked with uh anderson pack before he blew up uh but he mainly he was a producer who specialized in hip-hop beats his name was elements of music or eom mm. actually passed away recently rest in peace mm. uh but he put out a something kind of similar to that but in song format uh a couple of years ago actually it was a long time ago it was back when i was still in high school it was called The Long and Winding Road, Volume 1. He didn't put out a sequel to it, mm. but it was basically a 45-minute uh, mega mix of uh, both hip-hop beats that he himself had produced, mixed with Flying Lotus and all these other ar- influential artists who uh, had, had influenced him in, in his production and in his musical taste. It was really cool. Yeah, it's it's really interesting to listen to these people who have been so entrenched in music all their lives. Like, one interesting thing in one of the episodes is, like, he brings in cassette music. So he's like, here's a bunch of music that you can't find anywhere else. It's a bunch yeah. of cassettes I've found from shops around, like, the world when I've been traveling. He goes, like, most of it's terrible. <laughs> and he's like, and here's a cassette that I opened a tour with. And no one ever pointed out how strange it was. On the cassette, all that's written is Will. And then he plays this song and it's like an amateur singing about like how he's in love with this woman with eyes like Aphrodite and he's like never on key and it's like incredibly charming though. It's it's so strange to listen to this music that it's just just in this little format. Like all you yeah. can't you can't find it. I've Googled lyrics to so many of the songs he's played and then you just can't find them and I'm like, oh damn, I guess I just can't find this music. <laughs> that's one thing that's really cool about record and cassette culture that you mm. can't get from streaming is is just discovering those records that don't exist anywhere else they're just in some like you in some bargain bin in Mm -hmm. some record store somewhere yeah i have like one record like that and it's the mr dan ep by mr dan oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) and uh bring it next time we'll put it on the uh, it's great it's actually such a good song it's only like one it's got like two songs on it and then the same song but with no uh lyrics it's just the oh it's like it's like a single yeah it's a single yeah uh but it's like it's got like it's a, it's more of like a very short EP with a single track of the of the of the like head track on the back without lyrics over top of it, so it's just the beat, so you can use it in like backing tracks and stuff hmm. like that. Um, but yeah, I want to find. I gotta go through bargain bins more often because I Same. had a really good experience with that one. So, yeah. yeah, we used to have a uh, on previous episodes of this podcast, we would uh, Derek would go to Beat Street and get some some records from the bargain bin mm. that just looked interesting or had interesting album art and then we would just throw them on the turntable (laughs) that's a cool idea yeah maybe we'll have to do that again at some point cool that brings us to our regularly scheduled segment of this podcast called sandy asks a question oh shit i don't have a question oh okay eat um (laughs) (laughs) okay I think new listeners get very confused when they hear that that music and that introduction every okay. single time it happens. It's like a rite of passage. Yeah, it's yeah. like... Uh, I have two questions. Oh, okay. you went from having no questions to now you have two. It's like, you know, 
Dungeon Man and Dungeon Man 3. Impressive. <laughs> um, Hang on, I'm just going to grab something while you, while you explain what What are you going to grab? Uh, I, oh, shit. It's, okay, it's really far away, actually. If you could be in any fictional universe, which one would it be? I know it's a lame question, but like... My instinct was immediate. Hotline Miami. I was like, that's a bad idea. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't do that. Don't be involved. You're going to die. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Also, like, the East Coast of the U.S. gets nuked. Yeah, it's a, not a good Spoiler world. alert. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Spoiler alert after I've said the spoiler. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, that game's been out for a while. I think we're allowed to leave that spoiler in. I haven't played it yet. Sure. God, fuck. Didn't play it. <laughs> didn't play it. I think we've got the title for this episode. <laughs> <laughs> didn't play it. Didn't play it. Never played it. Never played it. Uh, what's what? I mean, the obvious I, answer I is the magical Todd Howard world of Tamriel. I was about to say that. You yeah. fuck. Give me the blue pages. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've answered this question before in a previous episode, like a very, very long time ago. And okay. I think we all agreed that the answer was not the Fallout universe. <laughs> it was not a good choice. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. It's definitely yeah. not that. So what is it? Uh, so T- Tamriel would be a good one. Tamriel's a good one, The, yeah. the Elder Scrolls universe would yeah, be yeah. a good choice. I'd be the very... only Claude Argonian. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> only one, because it's not in the base game. What the fuck, Todd Howard? Yeah. Uh... If it wasn't if it wasn't Elder Scrolls though, what would it be? I'm trying to think of like a game I like to hang out in. Yeah, just to be in. Yeah. Hmm. I think like Breath of the Wild hmm. is really nice. Um Yeah, that's a good one. Maybe Animal Crossing. I've never played him Animal Crossing, but I agree. It's a pretty pleasant yeah, just you know, just aside from fucking I, that guy who extorts you for your money. Also Mr. Rossetti's kinda of terrifying. Yeah. As if you're a kid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mr. Rossetti, I, I I was gonna bring this up at some point, uh, but I couldn't find a, a good way of fitting it in. But yeah, Mr. Rossetti was really spooky as a kid. Mm. Uh, the the mole in Animal Crossing who pops up in front of your house whenever you reset your game without saving. Yeah. And then also, I was terrified of the redeads in Legend of Zelda Wind Waker and Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. I was like deathly afraid of them when I was young. And of what things? Redads. What the fuck are those? The zombies. Oh, okay. Yeah, the ones that scream at you and they they paralyze you. Yeah, okay. And oh, they, you were scared of those? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. Come as on, a kid, man. yeah. I was scared of the owl. <laughs> <laughs> he turned his head all the way around. Yeah, that's creepy as fuck. Yeah, because right? keeps making me talk to him. Yeah, and yeah. then I tried pressing A and then made exactly, me repeat yeah. the dialogue again. Like I had to fuck. quit the game because I couldn't get out of that fucking dialogue. So scary. Yeah. But yeah, I I really didn't like the redeads, but there are parts of both Ocarina of Time. Redead, I get it. Okay. Yep. <laughs> there are parts of Ocarina of Time and Wind Waker that you cannot you cannot progress unless you go through an area with redeads in it. Mm. Like they are a mandatory part of the experience. Yep. And I had to do it, so I just put my TV on mute and then like kind of looked away, <laughs> like closed one of my eyes and like half looked at the screen while I did it. It's very good. That's how scared I was of them. Anyway. Uh yeah, Breath of the Wild maybe Animal Crossing. Oh man, I swear I have a good answer to this somewhere in my head. Um, look at my games that are on my shelf. <laughs> Silent Hill Two. Yeah, like, see, <laughs> the only places I really hang out are like, like Oblivion. I spent a lot of time kind of hanging out in, just kind of like it's. I very, very, very rarely engage with like 
house mechanics in any video game mm-hmm. or things like that. And Oblivion was the only game where I spent time like arranging my house just because I had this weird character who like I made it a goal in one of my playthroughs to find all the unpublished quests. So there's a bunch of quests in Oblivion that don't show up in your journal, but are quests within the game. Um, and they all have like unique items at the end of them that look different. And I was like, I got all of them. And I put them all up in all of the fucking display cases in the house. Um, that are like, I don't know. Proteus is a cool, weird indie game that is beautiful and is nice. Uh, but I don't know if I could live there. It's mainly just everything in the world makes noise. Mm-hmm. Um, what's your second? What about you? Fifth Element, maybe? I don't know. Ooh, yeah. It's good. It's easier to think of bad examples for this question. Definitely, yeah. Like? Such as... Hotline Miami. Hotline Miami. <laughs> Fallout. <laughs> Fallout. <laughs> Papers, please. That's a bad mm. one. What if you're in, just in a different country, you know? True. You could... You might as well be right now. <laughs> you could live in the Western world in that game and be okay. Kind of are right now. Yeah. Papers, please, is it's happening true. somewhere right now. Yeah. The world of Full Metal Alchemist seemed cool. I like that idea. Mm. Dark Souls would be a bad choice. Bad choice. Castlevania. Yeah. No. Everyone's names are backwards trying to hide their fucking real identity. <laughs> right. No, it's just everyone, everyone's like, oh shit, what do I name this kid? Uh, I'll just write my name backwards. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a genius. <laughs> Vlad Tepish. I was listening to some old Castlevania music recently because of the Smash trailer. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, right, yeah. That was such a good trailer. Smash looks like it's going to be really good. The yeah. remixes they're making for the different soundtracks in that game like yeah. the remix they did of snake eater and now the one they did of bloody tears and bloody tears and monster dance they put together god they sound so good castlevania is really Fuck. good mm. never played it but like the anime is really good <laughs> the anime on netflix is good wait there's an anime on netflix yeah i didn't even know that it's really good it's the old, the original games are good i have no wait i don't fuck i keep forgetting i don't have super castlevania but i wish i did because god that game's good I used to have Super Ghosts and Goblins, and I've never beaten the second level. Yeah, it's hard. It's garbage. I've heard it's hard. I didn't play it. Never played it. Never played it. I hate it. It's bad. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Anyway, I'm going to double down on Elder Scrolls Universe. Yeah, I think I'm I'm going to stick with with that. Fifth Element. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that works. Because I like Chris Tucker in that movie. So you want to be Chris Tucker? No. If you come up with more examples, we'll put them in. But he's he's a radio host in that movie. I can Mm. turn him on whenever I want. And it's just Chris Tucker on the radio. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> nice. All right, what's That's your great. second question? What's a purchase that you thought was a good investment, but it turned out to be a shitty one? I was going to ask the, the inverse. same question. And, and the inverse, inverse where you thought it was going to be, I, it's an impulse buy, but it turned out to be a good investment. I was going to ask that question. You well, I read your mind, Matt. It's not a big deal. It's okay. What a great question, Matt. I'm glad you asked. It's a it. good thing I always bring two yeah. questions with me. Get it in. Get it in post. Just record yourself. It's a good afterwards. question. I never asked it. This yeah. question has a very easy answer for me. Uh, about a year ago, uh, I bought two lapel mics that I intended to use for live streaming and mm-hmm. recording let's plays because I thought that'd be more convenient than these. Mm-hmm. Uh, didn't like the sound quality and just never ended up using them. And each each one cost about $100. Can you return And they're them? still sitting in my closet. No return. And I haven't had any success selling them Why no them return? Uh, just because like, I got them from some website. That, they were on sale, oh, yeah. but their return policy was really shitty. Yeah. Mm. $100 from a shitty website for lav mics, dude, they're going to be shitty. 
They were supposed the to website's be called though. Shitty Website. <laughs> <laughs> shitty lapel mics dot bad. <laughs> anyway, bad. the inverse of that would have to be my PC. Uh, I bought all the parts and put it together myself, and like probably the best return on investment I've ever had. Like this thing has just been fantastic. Hmm. Cool. Uh, for me, the worst thing was my Lenovo laptop that I bought for like a thousand dollars in the first year of university. That thing was a piece of garbage, and I hate it. And I wish I could light it on fire if it wasn't bad for the environment. Uh, fuck Lenovo, fuck all their laptops that they made. I hate you. Why'd you put spyware on my fucking laptop that you sold to me, you asshole company? I hate you. Uh, Here goes our sponsor deal. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this episode brought to you by that garbage fire of a company named Le- no, Lenovo. <laughs> um, as for the inverse, uh, what about your most recent laptop? I was thinking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The My one most that you recent. Paid literally no money for. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, in other news, Even I got hush, all hush. They might. They might like. Oh yeah, they might know. Hunt you now. Yeah. No, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'll say that. Why not? Yeah. The best purchase I ever made was one I didn't make at all. <laughs> <laughs> I bought a Dell XPS 15 uh, using PayPal as my provider, uh, and they never charged me for it. And so, yay. <laughs> so I've gotten way more value out and of that laptop. And it was an laptop. expensive laptop, too. It was. It was very expensive. It was a beefy gaming laptop. Beefy, yeah, yeah. And now it's still good. I've had it for like half a year. It's great. Wow. I recommend it if you can do that. <laughs> if you can get your laptop for free, get, do it. Do it, yeah. <laughs> I was turning into laptop cast because my worst <laughs> purchase is my laptop. Yeah, we we were talking also, about this, yeah. Yeah. It just melted. It literally just melted. And now I can't use it anymore. It's mm. the Aorus X5. Don't buy that. Fuck that laptop. Yeah. I, Apparently. Never yeah, played it. Definitely. Oh, bef- one before that was also a laptop. It's the 2011 MacBook Pro 15-inch. And that was the only generation that had shitty fans. Oh, yeah. And, like, some bugs with the motherboard mm. where it, people were, like, outraged at Apple for this specific model that I have, you're telling me at that home that, still. You're telling me that, that Apple, people were outraged, outraged at, at Apple? Apple. Yes, yes, yes. But like, <laughs> the the port selection was okay. The performance was good, but there was some weird shit going on with the motherboard where it wasn't like something that Apple would advertise that we did this and now people are mad at it, like getting rid of the headphone jack or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. or like just putting two holes on your laptop, like the MacBook. Um. <laughs> But this laptop was really good. And then all of a sudden, it would just turn off out of nowhere. Mm. And it still does that. And I'm really sad. It sucks. And the the best invest, investment, unwittingly, that I made was... That's a, I, don't, I actually don't have one. <laughs> I've just had bad, bad luck with, <laughs> with purchases. Uh, No, none. Nothing. Oh, what about a car? No, it's, it's just it's expected. You know, yeah, it didn't right. it didn't ex- exceed expectations. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A lot of the stuff that I've bought now, like even even that laptop, if I didn't get for free, it would have just basically done the job that I expected it to do. Yeah, right. For the amount I paid, like I've started just going like, oh, okay, I'm just gonna I'm gonna spend the extra dollar to get things that do the thing I want to do, rather than having a chance of being garbage, right? And so. Like I, I was thinking, maybe the first pair of headphones I bought, the the Audio Technica ones, that kind of got me into headphones. But no, those those cost as much as they should have. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And like, I think 
like after now getting better headphones since I'm just like, okay, yeah. I mean, those ones are like worse than those, but I mean, they're still good for the price. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I don't know. There aren't, there aren't too many crazy deals in my life. Oh wait, no, I got an, I got an N64 and, uh, six games, uh, oh. that, and that included perfect dark Mario party, super Mario 64, Donkey Kong country, and uh or not donkey kong country donkey kong 3d or whatever it was called 64 64 yeah yeah. um and um goldeneye i think did i say did i already say goldeneye you said perfect dark okay yeah perfect dark and goldeneye all of that five bucks and i was like oh and two controllers and i was like hell yeah and i felt real bad because i obviously bought it off a mom who her son was in college at the time and had left the house and I was like I will buy this <laughs> I will someone if I don't some other person is that's how I rationalized it in my mind yeah. yep. and now I have three Nintendo 64 consoles <laughs> the one you bought was it transparent no it was uh, a, they're all three the garbage. same model <laughs> you should make it transparent. I also have like two copies of Goldeneye and two copies of Perfect Dark now didn't I shouldn't have bought it but it was a good deal <laughs> It's a good deal. Five bucks. Yeah, Five fucking bucks. I also got a SNES with a gal or uh, with a Gradius Gradius two in it, free. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> this guy's just sale. free stuff's falling into that's his lap. Like that's it's called going garage sale in about three years ago. Okay. Now, ever now online selling shit has become so prevalent in just like the past mm-hmm. three years. Garage sales are garbage now, but back yeah. then, holy shit, it was the best place to go get just retro gaming shit. Yeah. Uh, so good. Also, I got the uh, first album by Prozac. Do you remember that group? Prozac? Yeah, yeah. They were like gorillas, but for pop music. No. Uh, yeah. Wait, gorillas is pop music. <laughs> I mean, they're like, they gorillas started as like fringe hip hop. Yeah, of, yeah. Right. Um, but uh, Prozac, they had a song called Strange Disease. Uh, or I got a strange disease. Oh wow, the song called Strange Disease. Thank you. Yeah, I realized my idea as I was was saying it. Anyways, it's a bad album, but I got it for 10 cents. 10 cents? (laughs) Garage sales are just sick. All my friends are dying. (laughs) They got Got a strange strange disease. disease. It's called shit oh, fuck. fuck i'm dying <laughs> what disease is this oh, yeah, actually yeah. how the song goes no this is a different song by the by one of the guys from car seat headrest oh. <laughs> i could play it if i so the thing i was i was gonna grab was the adapter for this because i can't play the music through the mixer unless oh, yeah, i have you, it you said you it's would. right there yeah but i need the the lightning converter oh so uh talk no, away i will car. go grab it well, you don't, okay matt has left the podcast yeah this is our podcast now Shaolin Shadow Box. <laughs> the Wu Tang oh, Sword Style. I, I have a question to ask. Oh, yeah, okay. you, you were Here we go. Okay. Um, there's a cabin in the woods. Is this like one of those moral quandaries? No. Okay. There's a cabin in the woods, and it's full of dead people. They were not murdered, and they did not die of natural causes. How did they die? They were in the movie Cabin in the Woods? No. They did not die of natural causes, yeah. and it was not murder. Yeah. Suicide? Oh, it was not suicide either. Oh, okay. Well, you should. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, no, it's, yeah. Also, uh, okay, well, I also have a hint if you need a hint at some point. Okay, so yeah. Cabin in the Woods. How many? Is there a number of people? Uh, let's say 20. 20 mm-hmm. people are dead. They did not die of natural causes. So does that include disease? Yes. 
Uh, they did not die of murder or suicide. Mm-hmm. Cabin in the woods. I feel like the answer is in the question somewhere. Mm. Cabin. It's a trick question. They're all animals and they're mounted on the walls of the inside of the cabin. You'd think, but no. That's technically murder. Hmm. <laughs> Isn't it? But are animals people? Well, they aren't. There are 20 dead people. Oh, yeah. He said people. they are people. Yeah. Well, there's 20 dead people. So this is a weird, que- this is a weird question because it has a single. Yeah, it's a riddle. I'm asking answer. you a riddle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've twisted. This is just Logan's twisted slant on ask a question. <laughs> Logan, <a> ask- <laughs> I prepped this for this episode. Okay, Logan is just like, you know what? Fuck, I'm going to ask a riddle. <laughs> riddle. Do you want? Okay. Do you want your hint? Matt, what do you think? Should we take the hint? Yeah, let's, let's say. take the hint. Okay, it is likely. That some of them were eating peanuts at the time of their death. They all choked on peanuts. No, they're not allergic to peanuts, though. But that they... would be that would be included in diseases and exactly. natural causes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It is likely they were eating peanuts when they died. When do you eat peanuts? When do you eat peanuts? There's not really any time where I'm just sitting down and this is my the time when I eat peanuts. Mm-hmm. No, well, I'm thinking... And now I'm dead. And now I, I, have, I have perished. <laughs> and now I have died. There's something happening that involves some of the people are eating peanuts? It is likely that some or possibly all of them were eating peanuts before they died, but very unlikely that all of them were. Hmm. This is such a Or that they were, they were close to... They, were, they, ate, they ate peanuts... Like, relatively close to when they died. I got nothing. Already? You want the answer? Yeah. Wait, no. No, no, no. Okay, no. okay. They, they were eating peanuts. Yes. It's likely that they were eating likely, peanuts. Likely, yeah. They, they, close to when they died. Uh, fuck, this is... Okay, give me the answer. All right. They were in the cabin of an airplane. And the airplane crashed in the center of the woods, and they all died. (laughs) All of my co-hosts have taken off their headphones and are now leaving the room. Uh, Thank you for coming to Quizacast. This has been a great episode. Uh, I really, (laughs) I really, I really enjoyed your company, and I'm glad that. that you could um, you could join me on this wonderful this wonderful experience. It's a good riddle, guys. It, what it's absolute about? horse shit. Are you kidding me? It's an all right riddle. It's terrible. What? What's wrong with it? Okay, so now it's time for my question. <laughs> <laughs> this is my backup question since Sandy stole my original one. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, what What are some of your favorite? It doesn't have to be just one. What are some of your favorite main menus from video games? <laughs> I wonder where the inspiration from this came from. <laughs> One of the Arkham games where Batman's just beating up people. Oh, in <laughs> from Asylum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wait, <laughs> or no, no, not Asylum City. I think oh, it's yeah, City. Yeah. I was like, in Asylum, I think it's just him standing. Yeah, on the on a gargoyle. Yeah, yeah. Looking all Batman. Yeah, and the and the uh, Arkham Knight menu is just details of his new mecha suit. My parents whatever. are dead. Shake it, parents. Those alien bastards are going to pay for ruining my Batmobile. <laughs> What's a, another good menu? 
I'm trying to think, yeah. No. Well, while you guys think, I do have at least one answer. Okay. What is uh, it? Because this is a game I had to play recently. Yeah. Uh, was Amnesia the Dark Descent. Bit of an interesting choice, I know. But I... What's the menu in that game? What happened in the menu, Matthew? We need, um, need like, footage to accompany this so we all know what we're talking about. Uh, I'll try to, I'll try to get it. I've played that, I've played the game. I never finished it, but I don't remember what the fucking title screen looks like. The title screen for the DVD of Shaggy Dog starring Tim Allen. <laughs> oh, yeah, that one. I love that, that yeah. menu. Yeah, never yeah. seen it. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, I don't have video readily available. Image. But I have an image, and then I can play music to accompany it to, to kind of like set the tone. I disagree with what this choice. What the fuck are you talking about, man? Yeah, I disagree with this choice. Cut this out. Cut this out. <laughs> Hang on, bear with, bear with me. Okay. So I, I like it because well, also the menu theme that plays is some of the most oppressive. So you like and the haunting. music in the menu. You don't like the menu. Well, it's everything. The menu is Every, everything about shit. it. Yeah, it's it just, just says words with amnesia. Fucking name, and there's just a fucking yeah. This is you know why I couldn't so remember. You know why I couldn't remember this fucking menu? It's because it's boring as shit. It's not memorable at all. And then like the amnesia potion is going into the darkness, and the torch is animated normally. It's called <laughs> a fucking scene from the game. Bro, they just they just fucking rendered so a scene. Good. Matt, you know what also does you? that? Fucking Doom. You know what? Doom just shows the game being played. You know what also, it also does has that? Sick music. <laughs> you know what also does that? Shaggy Dog starring Fuck. Tim Allen. <laughs> <laughs> what is this weak sauce milk toast fucking bullshit garbage that you brought to the podcast? This <laughs> you vanilla Wonder Whoa. Bread motherfucker. Jesus Christ. Yeah, says the fucking person who couldn't get like half an hour into Bloodborne because he was too scared of it. <laughs> you tried playing it in a fucking home theater, dude. <laughs> yeah, I did. I literally did. Alone? Well, like no, but like I played All right, PT Matt. alone. All right. All right. Okay. Relax. You fucking Relax. babies are in the back row. All right, in the dude. front row playing okay. PT. Okay, buddy. In a home theater. All right. Okay. The surround sound. Relax. Oh Relax. Oh my god. Fuck. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay, big boy. What do you want a cookie? Sadie's making fun of my menu choice because he's a little bitch. This is a garbage it's menu. It's a terrible menu. It's it not, has nothing to do with me not, being a little bitch. Like we're gonna, to, we're gonna, like we're to gonna listen to the menu theme. It's not a terrible menu. It's just very, very normal. Nor- yeah, it's very, it's suitable. It's like, not like particularly like it's it's not like you know Batman. Like I oh, love how it says change up. profile. <laughs> yeah, like it's not unique, but I just think it's so good. No. And, like, the the atmosphere is so oppressive. I agree. Okay. It is okay. throughout the okay. game. I thought you meant unique, like, memorable, but if it's good, I mean, it's there's like, so like many anything. Like, I didn't, so- I didn't say, like, what's your favorite unique menu? Okay. I, well, I don't know. I feel like your favorite, favorite menu should be a good menu. We're going to listen to the menu. No, okay. <laughs> this is a good working menu. Yeah, but that's just but every I, game when, is a When you said favorite, menu. I felt like that would be something yeah, that, like, good you know, would... Conjure Listen. up an image of yeah, the yeah. menu. Listen, I just love... I don't know what it is. I just love the main menu and menu theme for Amnesia. And I just love okay. the atmosphere in that game. All right. I just think it's like one of the most effective it's horror games ever. Menu. I agree. I think Amnesia is a great game. Bad menu. It's a good... Me- <laughs> I'll say it's a good menu even, but I still don't agree with your use of the word favorite as being <laughs> a menu that works. This is a weird episode. <laughs> Okay, let's see if no, this... No, this is dumb. <laughs> Hang on. I'll okay. play the theme and then we'll move on. I gotta think of a fucking menu that I like. 
Oh yeah, I remember this. Yeah. Can you turn that off, please? I'm shitting my pants right now. Okay. I have a very strong memory of playing this game when it first oh, came Oh, by the out. way, Sandy, uh, a question for you. What's up? That was a weird noise. Uh, <laughs> you have any int- Oh, okay. I thought that was the mixer. I was a bit concerned there. You heard a bit of that music, you immediately got paranoid. Oh, shit. <laughs> uh, for Halloween, do you want to uh, do a live stream where you would play Amnesia? Don't no. Yeah. <laughs> Good choice. Because, like, I can't be scared by it anymore because I've already played it. Uh-huh. I need somebody else. I need another victim to play it with me. I think I could. Nope. It's, it's a horror game I haven't played. No, I don't want to do this. I don't want to look like. I just don't like minute. horror anything. Yeah, fair. Shit. It's like. Plus, on, we already had ha- Halloween in July. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but. You already did that. Yeah, but I got to get new video games for real Halloween. Fair. Yeah. Um, Bloodborne's pretty good. It's not a Halloween game, really. I know. Yeah. I played it for last Halloween, though. Oh, did you? You oh. should play, uh, what's that, what's that game by Double Fine? Trick or Treaters? Something? <laughs> yeah, uh, I forget what it's called, but yeah. Yeah, that's a good game. Alright, I'm gonna close my it's menu. It's a good horror game. <laughs> my no, it's a good Halloween game. Yeah, I know. And I'm gonna look for my Steam library for more games where you guys. To tear apart. Here's the thing. Here's what I got from your question, Matt. As soon as you said that, I said Batman Arkham City. Because it's a memorable menu where yeah. Batman's yeah. beating yeah. people up in slow motion. That's what I thought you meant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fine. Like, um, yeah. <laughs> Whereas when you said the amnesia menu, Logan, having played the game, could not remember what the menu was like. Well, I didn't have, I didn't like specify a particular qualifier for the menu. I didn't say, okay, what's your most memorable? Okay. You said favorite menu. You just seem to have mm. a shitty taste. Fuck. <laughs> Just ripping into Matt this episode. Yeah, wow. Did you see he pulled up? It's true. I, uh, the thing is, it's hard to defend Matt in this situation. <laughs> <laughs> I still love you, man. But well, like, what you guys seem to have a bias against Amnesia in the first place. I think Amnesia of the Dark Descent is a phenomenal game. Yeah. And okay, I, I really I agree with your statement. I don't like, like horror games, so I'll say no. been released in recent memory, and I think it's the cause of the horror game revival that we're currently living in. And it's okay. all because of Amnesia of the Dark Descent. Mm-hmm. It's a bad menu. <laughs> See? He's the great, neutral party. Great sound right. design. Really good sound design. Awesome music. Bad menu. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. Uh, what's a good menu, though? Uh, Nidhogg 2 has a great menu. Um, but no one knows what that menu looks like. Yeah, uh, I don't either. It's bad. Yeah, it probably is. <laughs> Never yeah. played it. Uh, and I hear God of War, the new one, has a great menu. Um, oh yeah, because it, it flows right into the yeah, it has the, yeah, yeah, the yeah, 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 and I think like yeah, you start it and then it just gives you the attack like how to attack button and yeah, then, and then like, you, you chop, chop the, tree. the tree down. Yeah, um, so that seems really good. Uh, haven't played it though. Haven't played it. <laughs> Never played it. <laughs> Never played it. Uh, Got a war. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I I don't uh, can't think off the top of my head off some like really good menus. Mm. Um. Yeah, I don't. Oh, know. Well, I guess Black Ops. Yeah, Black Ops was good just because it was like part of the game. Um, Speaking of just like UI oh, in a game, okay, yeah. go ahead, Logan. Uh, I was going to say Super Hexagon just because I see it on Matt's screen as he's scrolling through games. Um, but yeah, Super Hexagon has a really good menu. Okay. Um, yeah. What just like say? UI in a game. Sometimes I'll play a game where the UI does not feel right. Well, like I got Spider Man Three for the PS3, mm-hmm. and. When I booted it up, 
the menu was fine, whatever. I don't even mm. remember it. It was okay. Um, but the, the, te- the f- choice of font and the formatting in the UI mm-hmm. was so weird. I thought I got some bootleg version of Spider-Man 3 from like Hong Kong or something. It's a lot of game UI, especially from like that era. Yeah. Like the, the HD era did not treat games well when yeah. it first got into it. Cause before that, like resolutions were so low that font choice didn't really matter and mm-hmm. UI was very functional. Yeah, yeah. Right. And if you look at like old school like RPGs and stuff, the layout of shit is just fucking atrocious. Mm-hmm. Um but now UI is like much better, Way I'd better, say. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, and there's some really like Destiny has a really cool menu system and really like good good use of like a con- a controller led menu. Yeah, yeah. Um and so like there's there's people working on it that's that are doing real well. Uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, I just I there's no like I'm sure I there have been memorable menus that I've played, but I can't, like, bring them to mind. Um, Ground Zeroes was pretty good, where when you select a mission, Snake gets up from oh, yeah. smoking a cigar. Yeah, yeah. I think the, the Metal Gear Solid 4 also has him smoking on the menu, possibly. Or is it just... It might just be a black screen. And also, you can zoom in on it. Oh, like, yeah, You can yeah. zoom into, like, the actual UI elements and also, like, yeah, the camera yeah. to Snake. That's become, like, a thing that Kojima does a lot, actually. Yeah. I, I really like that. Matt, do you have yeah. something? Um... Yeah, no, this is tough. Like, I, I'm sure there are memorable menus. Oh, you know what? Lisa. Fucking. Yeah. Lisa the fucking painful has a phenomenal goddamn fucking menu. Uh, it's terrifying and awful. Uh, oh, it's good. just like a child hanging from like a, oh. a gallows. And it's just that. That's the only thing in the screen. Oh, yeah. Um, and it's like right in the bottom. It has, I think a very similar to that amnesia music that's playing. Mm-hmm. And it just has like the options, like new game in the corner or load game. Mm-hmm. And it's just this empty sky yeah. and this one hanging child. Mm-hmm. Uh, and oh, it's this. just, yeah. Can you find the image of the, the, yeah. Fuck. I love that. What? Menu. I love that menu so much. Yeah, you're right. That is a little disturbing. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, I think that's. Is that Lisa? I think that's Lisa. So it just opens with this fucking just hey the game this name this the character this game's named after Lisa. There dead. she is. <laughs> it sets the tone so well. Like you start off the game and you're like oh oh okay oh and then you get to like the first scene or like one of the first scenes in the game and you just it's like funny and it's like weird and it and it it's this crazy whiplash punch that the game does to mm-hmm. constantly it's so yeah. good fuck that game's good some of, my fa- some of my favorite not just games but media any media that does that where you're kind of going back and forth between moments of comedy and moments mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. tragedy or or what have you yeah here's another plug for david lynch yep. does that a lot <laughs> yeah yeah fuck it's hard to come up with examples for this um antechamber was kind of interesting in the sense that it was a room where like the menu oh yeah, yeah, were yeah. On the walls. yeah i was trying to think of games that just had the menu that was in the world yeah in the world and i'm sure there's a there's a bunch of them that i've played but i just can't remember them um there's like a bunch of platformers i feel like that do that uh but a lot of games just avoid this main menu even now. Um, yeah. It was a big, like, this is something I found out recently that the main menu is kind of a part of a console cert, um, a console certification process. Uh, like, games need to have a press start menu in order for the console to recognize what controller is being used. Like, it was part of the hardware. Mm-hmm. Um, and so now, in, like, the modern console thing, that's kind of being thrown away, like, Breath of the Wild. I didn't even know Breath of the Wild had a main menu until I was 30 hours into the game. Um, and I finally turned off my Switch and turned it back on instead of just sleeping it. Mm. Um, 
But uh, yeah. Cool, man. Yeah. That's all got. Menu. That's menu that's, talk. Uh, that's a great menu debate. The great menu debate where Matt was definitely wrong and everyone else was maybe right. And the, 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 the cabin against. riddle was terrible too, by the way, Logan. I know. I thought it would be yeah. better. You know what? Right? Yeah. <laughs> you can cut if, it. If I, <laughs> no, I'm going to leave it in. No, no leave, leave it in. in. Yeah, yeah. If, if I'm... But yeah, if I'm allowed to have a bad menu, right? I can have a terrible. Riddle. You can have a fucking awful riddle. Yeah, <laughs> disagree. I think that riddle's good. A plain cabin. Yeah. Suck a no. dick. That's what a riddle is. You're supposed to use lateral thinking. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> well, anyway, thank you for joining us. Wow, <laughs> what a great ending. This has been a real. Wait, what about Pleasure, leftovers? We don't have any leftovers? Well, that's what I'm going to get to. Thank you, Logan. All right. I just have that. to find the music. Wow, well, just spoiling everything Spoil. every week. Spoil the, the hell, section man. that's reoccurring. Yeah. Unreal. Oh, my God. I only have a single leftover for, for this week. Do we have any questions submitted? No users, sub, uh, no user submissions for this week. That's all right. Maybe next time. Take your time, people. Uh, I have one leftover. So last week we talked about uh, the fidget spinner controller... <laughs> Okay. And I asked, well, can is there a way we can configure this so you can beat Dark Souls with it? I'm trying to log into my laptop with one hand right now. Uh, and we talked about that for a while. This just in, and I think this actually happened like a week ago. Uh, some person has managed to defeat the Cleric Beast in Bloodborne using not only a DDR dance pad... But a rabbit, yeah. a bunny rabbit dancing on the dance pad. I saw this. Let's see if I can bring this clip up. What? <laughs> there are so many levels of, of abstraction happening with the controls. I'll link this in the show notes for anybody else who wants to watch it. You can put it down. I don't have anywhere to put it. <laughs> on that. I don't want to bump things. So, for anybody listening on audio, this lady... Has a bunny rabbit on her on her dance dance revolution pad, and she's using a little toy to guide it around the pad to make things happen in the game. We- that rabbit's gotten farther into Bloodborne than I have. Yep. <laughs> what the fuck is this garbage? <laughs> this is the stupidest shit I've ever seen. This is no, like watch. a six minute clip. She's just guiding the rabbit around around the dance pad. How high level is her character? I think the rabbit... Okay, you want to answer that question? I don't actually know. I think well, her character is very high level, and that's why this is I working. mean, it's it's decent level, judging by how much health she... Yeah, I think this is just, like, the character is so strong that basically if you attack once... Because Cleric Beast is an optional boss, so yeah. she could have just, like, played the entire game and then done this. Because, yeah, she's taking so many hits and taking, like, no fucking damage. Like, the Cleric Beast does the cleric beast does far more damage than what's currently being done to her. Well, nonetheless, there are videos of the same rabbit beating some Dark Souls boss as well. Fucking. Yeah, and normally, like, it's, <laughs> it seems her Twitch stream is, is just her beating, uh, going through Dark Souls. I mean, it's got everything. It's got, it's, got, it's got the Souls games. It's got cute rabbits. It's got DDR. It's everything you need in a stream. Right? Yeah, it is the ultimate stream. Yeah. We've reached peak Twitch yeah. stream. We can stop. We can shut Twitch down now. Yeah. yeah. Which is going to be a shame because now we can't do the next Halloween stream with Amnesia. Yeah. And we'll just go to Justin Unfortunately. TV. 
I'm going to do a 24-hour Halloween stream where I just stay on the main menu of Amnesia the Dark Descent. And just talk about how good it is. Yeah, I'm just yeah, like, man, look, get it, bring in experts, get Edmund yeah. McMillan to come on and uh, say how good this menu is. <laughs> <laughs> or like <laughs> Donald analysis. Norman for like a UX breakdown. <laughs> do that. Yeah. Um, anyway, thank you, everybody, uh, for joining us. We'll, we'll see you again in a couple weeks. And this, this podcast will probably come out a little later than usual because I'm also finishing another video at the same time. Mm. Uh, but I'll try to get it out as, as soon as possible. Nonetheless, thank you again. Yeah, thank you. This talk, was fun. Talk, talk to you next thank time. Thank you. Thanks for having us in your ears. I'm sorry about the riddle and just bring me the blue pages. Just the blue pages. Don't give my brother the blue pages. Give me the blue pages. Do give not me the give, dark pages. Do not give the red pages to my brother. Do not give the red pages. Give me the blue pages. Don't give him my